It's September the 2nd, and we're back for another brand new episode of The Kicker. I'll go by the name of Skillet. My name is Mex. And we have a special guest with us today. Someone who's a lifelong wrestling fan, I assume. I, I'm, I'm, the vibe I got from this guy when we met and we just connected hands like Hogan and, and Savage with the mega powers, please. <laughs> he gave me the vibes that he's a lifelong wrestling fan like myself. We've got Jay Bills in the building. Joel, who's also a uh, media man. He does a lot of interviews. He, he, he does, he's everywhere. I see this guy working. He's like Mr. No Days Off, Darren Young. He works every day, man. <laughs> I see this guy. I, you were in, um, you did something recently, like some press backstage at uh, some Love Island thing. Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, that was literally last night. So the movie was Rise of the Foot Soldier. So it starred um, uh, Terry Stone and uh, Vinnie Jones. Um, so there's a lot of Love Islander people, a lot of the cast that were there. So literally all day, like, because I was talking with you, Skillet, before we got on. Yeah. Like, literally, I've been editing since last night and this afternoon because I'm putting another clip to the YouTube like this evening. So it's been nonstop, bro. So yeah, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard grind, my friend. It's a hard graft what you're doing right now. So and and like, was Kaz? Did you see Kaz there? Was Kaz? Was Kaz? Uh, Kaz? Uh, no, I didn't see Kaz, but I saw um, Tyler. Um, Tyler was there. Yeah. So no, he's cool. He, he like literally. Nah, the- I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> nah, you're looking at you're looking at me as to say like, nah, nah, nah. No, we'll <laughs> I love you know what it's, I love Kaz. Kaz, is, I love Kaz. I love. I just yeah. want to meet Kaz. But no, 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 Tyler, no. They seem really cool. They seem really. Yeah, cool. no, he's 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 a cool dude. Like all the all the love Islanders is actually like you know after the interviews we had a quick photo, had a quick chat, and yeah, like some of them even commented on my picture that I took um out a few hours later. And they got back to me. Even Rachel, uh, Rachel, one of the love I did is like, I DM'd her just on the off chance and she replied back to me. I was like, okay, maybe there is yeah. a chance for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 bro. Already, you know? bro. Maybe, maybe. No Let's see. Time. Don't waste no time. And she didn't get chosen, you know what I mean? So someone's got to choose her, you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, man. well, don't make it sound like that. Like, it's like she, she, got, she got chosen, so someone like me will just sweep her up. You know the ones there? I didn't even like, did like that. Um, <laughs> But yes, let's talk about um, you as a wrestling fan, Jay. Um, you know, what, you know, Mex and I always, when we have people on our show, we always ask people, what was their earliest wrestling memory? What was the day that cemented you becoming a fan of wrestling? Um, 2000 was the year. Uh, 2000 was the year, specifically with the Rock and Triple H rivalry and the Stone Cold Steve Austin rivalry as well. The Rock was my, well, still is my idol because when I was in school, I used to get bullied a lot Mm -hmm. and um, wrestling became like my my getaway uh, from everything. So when seeing The Rock on TV, he just, he exused confidence and this natural ability to just like bring in a crowd and stuff like that. And I felt like I want to be like him as far as like, not necessarily by speaking to people, but just in the confidence in going for what you want. Um, so and, and yeah. also, and also, as we have people of color, mm. seeing somebody of color as well doing mm. amazing things will also, mm. you know, bring out that influence as well. Do you get what I mean? I didn't really think about it that time because I was just thinking, like, doesn't matter what race you are, I wasn't really mm. thinking of race at the time because mm. I grew up in a white family, um, yes. and my dad was never around, so um, it was just one of the ones that my identity was always a mystery. So I didn't really care at the time about race. It was just more right. so like, you know, the, the personality and what the confidence that it gave me. Um, but as I grew older, like I've seen the true significance of what the rock really brings as far as the wrestling world. Anyway, like being one of the few black people to be WWE champion, you know, obviously half Simone, half black. Um, so for that, in that sense of the word is very inspiring, but like, yeah, that was where my start was in terms of watching wrestling. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, you mentioned the Rock Triple H rivalry, Mex, one of the best rivalries of all time, would you say? Yeah, like, honestly, I feel like Triple H just in this lifetime, maybe not until NXT, he's someone that was just the perennial villain, never really got his flowers, but the mm-hmm. stuff he was doing back then, especially the 2000s, 2001, that, them kind of early millennium times, um, when he was like, you know, one of the, he probably was a top heel on the show, them times. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the guy was insane. And of course, The Rock is The Rock, so entertaining and everything that he's gone on to become, like you said. So yeah, definitely one of those lifelong role models. 
And one, and one of the reasons why that rivalry was so entertaining and it was so good is because they actually generally hated each other back then. Like there was yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Actual actually heat. there was actually real heat between the two parties. Obviously, they're really good friends now. They're really close today. But you know, back then when you're going but for that, that's team, that's where the, that's where they had so much good chemistry back that's in the day. Right. They hated that's each right. other, but they that's made right. it work through that's all that you know, 99, 2000 period. They just made it work. Like it's it's weird how sometimes like chemistries can always be a thing but you don't necessarily always have to like each other. Like yeah. the time where Chris Jericho and Triple H at WrestleMania, they had good chemistry, but they hated the shit out of each other from them times. Yeah. And obviously, you know, again, good friends like now, whereas before like some rivals back in the day were the best, but they hated each other in real life. I feel, I feel, I feel like if you dislike someone, but there's a level of respect there, yeah, you could, you could always go past that. You know what I mean? You could, you could always make amends down the line. Cause you, yeah. I think at the time you're feeling it, you're feeling away, you, whatever, but then you always know in the back of your mind, you actually respect this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And once you have that respect, when like, I, I know, for example, I'm not going to mention who, but there was somebody that I, I didn't really get on with back in the day. Rest in peace. He died last year. He was quite a big name in, in the, in the game. And um, when he died, I felt away. I felt a bit, I felt, you know, I felt upset, you know, because I respected him a lot and and I and I kind of wish things look, like, even though we did squash it and we were cool afterwards, I kind of mm. wish I made more of an effort to be, you know what I mean? To be there. But mm. we were we were very young when we fell out. We were very young and we were both like fighting for our spots and it was, it's very similar. So I get it, I totally understand it. But um wrestling is a crazy thing, it's absolutely yeah. a crazy thing. It's it's um, a weird thing how like it brings us all together, like even through like you know really shitty times, like you know even even questionable periods of the you know WWE periods and um, you know some certain decisions that I was like, why did you do this? Like especially like the 2006 times, especially like one thing that comes to mind was Vince McMahon and the God uh, <laughs> period. I was thinking like. Is, is this entertainment or are you just trying to be like South Park and really want to take the piss? Do you know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, where would you put God in your Mount Rushmore? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, God, God, I mean, God is up there. God is up there. So, you know what I mean? God is at the top. I mean, God, God is the man. Like, well, literally, you can't... <laughs> Serious question. What is you, your you try, to, you try to put me on blast on that one, yeah? And then people are going to look at me now and so say, like, nah, you don't like God, nah. It's like, it's the guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're trying to just kill it. Jay Bills, pencil. Not bad, man, you know. But Jay Bills, who would you say is in your Mount Rushmore wrestlers, your top four of all time? Um. Okay, so The Rock is number one to me. Um. Then I would say... Steve Austin. Mm -hmm. Um, then I would say oh, it was a tough one because I mean I could have said John Cena, but like I came in later as far as like the appreciation for John Cena. Um I think most of the attitude era people, so like Rock, Steve Austin, Triple H, um Undertaker, definitely uh, he definitely has to come up there for sure as one of the greatest Shawn Michaels. That's a good um, top four. That's a nice top four. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to bring Shawn Michaels as a number five as well if we were to bring it. But number four, yeah, definitely Undertaker comes in there. Max, what was yours again? Mine changes every week, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I'll probably I'll probably <laughs> feel like that next week as well. Let's be honest. Definitely Rock, Rock and Austin are, are there. Like, definitely. Yeah, like Rock. Rock. I, I never mentioned Rock in my top four, but Rock is like one of my favorites of all time. So it's kind of weird. Like I, I don't know. I see Rock as a different. Uh, he like he's definitely a Mount Rushmore talent, and he he should definitely be in mine. But I think because I grew up watching wrestling since I was five, mm. um, so from the early nineties. So I think it's just I'm just considering all kinds of aspects of wrestlers that I loved. But obviously mm. the Rock, yeah, technically the Rock is technically in my Mount Rushmore. I just don't really mention his name. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about wrestling today. Uh, Max, um, do you have any of the big news of what's going on in wrestling today that we can talk about? So I think one of the big stories this past week, Strowman has kind of announced his first match post his WWE career. I believe he's going to be wrestling on a card that um, EC3 put, puts on. Um, so EC3 does these own events, like these internet shows, um, Control Your Narrative. Uh, I believe they're like on pay-per-view or something like that. And um, yeah, he's. I think he's actually. he might be actually wrestling EC3. 
Um, okay. But yeah, that's that. Him, him and EC3 are good friends um, from, from way back. So yeah, that's one of the stories, I guess, Braun Strowman kind of confirmed to be returning to wrestling soon. Um, other stories, Champa. Now we've all, obviously all this talk about NXT and we're going to talk about NXT today on the show. Champa is, was clearing up a rumor where, you know, I'm sure you've heard it, you know, I'd rather retire than go to the main roster. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he basically Ooh. said fans have heard this and taken it out of context and and ran with it. Um, however, that's not actually what he meant. What he meant was why he would rather retire is because of the, the schedule of the main roster. Okay. So he's obviously someone that's had issues with neck surgery um, for a while, and he's been pretty good on in the last year or two. You know, avoided all of that. But he's saying obviously the schedule of the main roster: three hundred days on the road, um, wrestling all of those nights. It won't do him any good. He wants to as well stay at home, be closer to home, and by doing that or wrestling like an NXT styled schedule that would extend his career. So, mm. um, yeah, he, he was basically saying, so he says if he was moved to the main roster, it would be a good spot for him in his career in terms of longevity. <clears throat> Whether one chooses to believe that interpretation or not, that's down to them. He said it's definitely not nothing to do with creative planning, but that's what he <clears throat> says. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if we go to the history of NXT call-ups, it's like, you know, they did i mean the odd few people do succeed but like the, a lot of them are just put into mid cards or like very dead storylines so it's like you know from his perspective from what fans might look into it is that i kind of get why fans would think that because obviously you know for him to go on the ro- main roster now who's to say that you know he'll be pushed up the card i mean even with adam cole like supposedly you know being a free agent now and obviously trying to WWE trying to get him back as far as to push him on the main main roster, but mm. you know it, 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 when you when you get signed to a, con- a big contract just to then be used for nothing, then what happens? So I guess Champa's you know sort of remarks for that, even though the fans took it a different way, does kind of make sense that way as well it to makes me. Makes sense. And I mean, let's put it this way: when him and I don't know if you guys remember when him Gargano, I think some other people were randomly called up to the main roster. Um, for a bit, they were on the main roster for about three weeks or so, if I remember correctly. Champa went up as NXT champion, Gargano went up as North American champion. They obviously hated each other. We know the story of their feud, they were stuck together in the tag team, yeah, as I didn't champions on the main roster. And I did, I kind of just shows you, you know, how they would be used in the future, you know. So, um, and then Champa and didn't Champa get injured straight away in his, his main roster match? He got injured. He, I think he did, yeah, hence he why it was injured. only lasted for three weeks. I think yeah. I think there was something <laughs> that happened more or less immediately. So um yeah. It, I mean, personally, like Jay just said, like Jay Bills just said, if you're a wrestling fan, you get it. Why would you like why would you be upset that he said such a thing? Like and or try to pull him up on it now because he might have to go to the main roster because NXT is obviously getting a revamp. Uh, which we'll talk about, but um, like I don't blame anyone who's, especially coming from a pro wrestling background, especially coming from the indies and building your name for yourself. I don't blame anyone being worried how they're going to be treated in the WWE. I don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, um, but so and- um, okay, we'll talk about the rest of Champa stuff with NXT. Yeah, sorry, what else are you going to say, Matt? Um, there was some news on Brock Lesnar. Obviously, we saw him come back at SummerSlam. Um, Brock Lesnar and his contracts. So that kind of broke. And it's looking like an 18-month deal that will take him through to about WrestleMania 2023. That's the the Los Angeles WrestleMania. And between now and then, he's probably expected to have about eight matches. Um, That's kind of the deal he signed, an 18-month deal, eight matches. Um, So we can be expecting to see him a bit longer. Um, that's a lot better than Goldberg, like having Tony wrestle twice a year and get like million dollar deals here and there. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think his Goldberg. But he's smart like... though. He's smart though. Sorry to cut, but so yeah, it's smart yeah, though, because he's... you know if you only have to wrestle twice a year and you're getting a, I don't know, I, don't, I think it's like a million dollars for the. He's the getting three, three million for three matches. So well, I mean, it, if, if, I were to, if I were to only do three matches and get three million, I'm laughing, mate. I'm out the door. See you later. Bye. It's getting a million a match. So isn't like Goldberg and um, Lashley having that match in um, Saudi? That's been confirmed, yeah, it's, it's looking that way. It hasn't been confirmed just yet. But um, 
yeah, it's it's looking that way. Okay, I hope Gober doesn't win. Yeah, I hope he. I hope so. Dad. I mean, the whole like you know Bray Wyatt fiend like squash match that was disgusting. I thought like you built up one of your best characters for a long time coming, only for Goldberg to win the championship, and he's a part timer. Like I'm sorry to say, like this whole thing a part timer, you shouldn't be talking about it in that way. But I mean, look, he's a legend in his own right. I'm not taking any, anything away from Goldberg, but you need to build up new stars. And you know, obviously, yeah, the the main one right now focus is Roman Reigns um, at this point. So, you know, you need to build up more people. And yes, like, they, you know, for the WWE to, you know, to bring in past legends just to build up their ratings is to the point of like, you have no faith in your current talent, which is why you're getting all of these releases and they're going to their competitors. And then right. what happens is to say that, you know, AEW's, you know, ratings have been going up, especially with CM Punk returning. Hello, like, WWE, wake up. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wake up, seriously, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. a bit mad. Um, three last ones I'll just run through quickly. Um, NXT made some new signees off the back of a trial. Um, notable names that they signed. Um, the Usos' younger brother, Sefu... Sefu... Fa- what's his what's that surname? Fat- Fatu? Fatu? Fatu, yeah. Sefa Fatu. Sefa yeah. Fatu... Bull Buchanan's son was signed as well. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, oh, wow. Gable, yeah, Gable Stevenson's younger brother was signed as well. Okay. And Gable Stevenson that just got Olympic gold medal. The Olympic gold medalist, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, talk about um, NWA quickly, because I guess it's something big. Trevor Murdoch just became NWA champion the past week. Yep. Beating yep. Aldis after how many ever years yep. held that title yep. um and last but not least what we found out last night um all out news pack and andrade been cancelled i think pack is having some travel issues so we're not going to see that on sunday uh, and instead okay, they have okay. moved the women's casino battle royal um to the main card um that is a shame yeah yeah that, that should have been the match to really kind of kick start both of them I was again. Really the looking forward, I was really looking forward to that match. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I need to mention, um, condolences to uh, Rikishi. His niece was murdered yeah. yesterday. Oh, do you know what? Because I was I was just about to watch, uh, I watch a lot of these like uh, YouTube channels like uh, WrestleMania and uh, WrestleTalk, but I missed that bit. But it said Rikishi's sad news, but I didn't know that was... Oh my god, wow. Yeah. She, was only, she was only 16. So condolences to the Fatu family. That that must be really tough. Yeah, condolences for, um, for sure. All right. Well, this has been today, by the way, it last like hour or so. Um, I'm not too familiar with her work. I know she was in Shimmer for a bit. Um, her name's Daphne. Daphne Unger um passed away. Um, I yeah. think there was something on the timeline earlier on today in regards to like maybe some type of suicidal message that she had put out. So yeah, a bit of a scary one. So thoughts go out to her family. That's very well. sad as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's 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 talk about the big news. Uh, it was announced the other day that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are going to be taking over <laughs> the creative <laughs> behind. NXT. So obviously, all three of us must have saw that logo last week that was posted on Twitter. That was like spray paint. It was like yeah. paintball NXT. People parody it in like Sesame who, came, who came up with that logo? I I just want to Kevin be Dunn apparently. Just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently, it was all Kevin Dunn. Okay. Right. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh. Sip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so apparently, um, Vince. They, you know they've they've post they've posed it as Vince and Bruce are taking over. I think Bruce is going to be like the head guy on a week by week basis. Where um, apparently Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Regal, Matt Bloom, A Train, they're all still going to be there running it, right? But mm. now they don't get the final decisions. They will run decisions, the final decision through Bruce Pritchard. He's going to be mm. like the main producer apparently. And then if there's any like, or should we just? class it as the main event scene the top of the card will then be then passed on to vince so vince basically seems like he wants to make sure the guys at the top are able to are able to come into main roster at the top probably as well like he wants to make sure that top half of the card 
is good mm. enough for main roster. And he's only going to be affecting decisions, apparently, on that top half slash main event scene. Everything else is still going to be controlled by Triple H, Shawn Michaels, etc. And Bruce Pritchard will be overseeing what they're doing. Mm. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. It's they, mainly... They've still got their hands on it, which is a scary sight, but... Yeah. yeah. I so mean... it's, ma- it's mainly a developmental show. There's some... Yeah. So there will still be some main eventers that's in NXT right now on the show. Is that what you're saying? They initially, when it when before it, they said they're taking over and NXT was getting a rebrand, apparently the mission was to make it back to developmental and have no over 30s right. in NXT. So what are they doing now? Who knows? Yeah. It, it, those over 30s, I think they, I think I read something yesterday that said they get, they'll get the choice to go to main roster or leave. <sighs> For, for a lot of the for the lot of the long term talent, and when we're talking long term talent, I'm thinking Champa, I'm thinking Gargano, I'm thinking um, Kyle Rod- O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick, yeah, Roderick yeah, Strong, Roderick Strong. Um, Samoa Joe is their champion, though. Yeah, but Samoa Joe's doing coaching and stuff behind scenes. He's doing like trials and stuff like that. So he's more than just an on screen wrestler for them. So so he has more playing. he has more of an added addition to Samoa Joe than all the rest of the talent. Is that what you're saying? I think I think Joe would be safe basically because right. he could lose his position as a wrestler if he was to drop the title, let's say. But like I said, just you know, maybe when they done the SummerSlam, he was in Las Vegas doing the, the scouting with them, doing the recruitment when they done oh, yeah, 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 because he's doing that as well. Yeah, yeah. So he's got more. He's got a coaching role. He's got a recruitment role um, with mm. with NXT. So I think he'll be good if they did make this kind of sudden kind of cut. <sighs> okay. I, I don't know what to make of it because uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't been. I'm not that much of an NXT person per se, but I do catch up on it uh, at times. Mm. But the general gist of what I get through from what I understand, it is developmental. And what it seems like now being a Vince and Bruce, the Bruce project is that they want their main talents to be as main talents. Um, so really, do you even call it a developmental place now because it's run over by Vince and Bruce? Do you really call it that now? Because really, you might as well just call it the third brand of the WWE, as in to say there's Raw, SmackDown, NXT as run by, you know, Vince and Bruce. I think so. that's what we're, I think we're going to end up getting by the time this rebrand, the aesthetic rebrand has happened. We're going to get something that looks a lot more main roster than, you know, something that looks like a 400 person seat, a stadium, this, that and the other. Do you think, do you think, sorry, sorry, just sorry to cut you. Do you think it's um, because of the constant back and forth of NXT versus AEW, this whole talk of the past year and a half, as far as like, you know, ratings and stuff like that? Do they feel that they want to rebrand themselves to not feel that they're not in competition with AEW at this point? That well, I mean, old. like it, they've definitely lost the battle, didn't they? And obviously, that that onus will go on to Triple H. Um, I think behind that, though, there's you know, well, we what we thought we could, you know, as Triple H called them, we thought we could squash this pissant company. <laughs> we we couldn't clearly. Vince is looking like, why couldn't you squash that pissant company? So let me put my hands on this and take control and you know mm. bring it to what it should be the guys he's calling up to the main roster from NXT never really, you know, amount to much if we're completely honest with ourselves. So a lot of them mm. just end up in a mid card. I see champions and that. Um, and it's like, maybe let me put my hands on this so that I can make the stars for here and, you know, shoot them to the, to the top, basically fast track mm. them on the main roster. Mm. Mm. I, I don't know, man. Uh, well, let, I mean, let's see how the rebrand happens. I, I mean, I mean, based on previous like times within even on the main roster, like I said, like, you know, even even some women on the women's division, it's like, you know, you, you got you got your top stars like, you know, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch has just returned. I mean, that that return from Becky Lynch, I was uh, yeah, I'll, that's another that's another segment I wanted to get into. But, it, you know, you got all your top stars, but. Again, you're not really this. This is the whole. I feel the theme with WWE is you're not pushing your talent enough to really get them to main event level or even mid card level to be taken seriously. Not just women, but men in general. So, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I find it tough to really, like, like watch the product in such a way where like I can really get behind these new talent, if that makes sense. And not you're to say they, they, what um, products. 
Um, not just not just NXT, but like people, you know, people on the main roster as well. Like I, you know, I want if I want to see that star power, like some of them, like that have the biggest potential, they're not built up to being stars. So then I don't see them as being stars. I mean, it could be a thing where I could be wrong and they prove themselves to be worthy of a star and they're working so hard and other things, but I, I don't know whether it's creative or whether it's um other things, but you know, sometimes I feel like with the current WWE product, it's very, very questionable at times. And it's just like your main stars and that's it. Like I said, Roman Reigns, I'm watching the show because it, I'm watching SmackDown because I'm mainly him at the moment. Like, you know, and it's, you know, even Bianca Belair, I'm watching because of her. But even that squash match at SummerSlam, it's, it's all questionable, I think. I just think it's just a dangerous slope they're doing because obviously mm -hmm. we've seen this time and time before when the ECW brand got rebranded and sci-fi and they shit all over that. And it's like, <laughs> like, people are always going to compare it to what it used to be, right? So you had the, mm -hmm. the Vince version of ECW, people are going to compare it to the original ECW and that was a shambles. And I can see this happening again where you know how NXT had a really good wrestling show. Yes, it wasn't perfect. So obviously COVID changed a lot of things and... Mm -hmm. You know, even myself, who was a diehard NXT fan, even recently, I haven't been watching it and keeping up to date. I've been watching takeovers, but I haven't been watching it the regular uh, mm -hmm. NXT programming. So even myself is kind of falling out of love of, out of it. But at the end of the day, I could just see them doing this whole new thing that's nothing like the old NXT, and people mm -hmm. are going to compare the two, and it's going to get massacred again. So I feel mm -hmm. for Triple H. He really worked hard. He tried his best. At the mm -hmm. same time, I understand Vince needs to destroy all competition and make money and uh, yeah i mean because it's a business at the end of the day so you can't deny that at the end of the day and i do feel nxt was running at a loss for a long time so mm. i think this probably was like nope all right cool you had your chance now it's time for me and kevin dunton really pissed wrestling fans off i do it so well i always say like back in like attitude era early ruthless aggression times they would debut someone no matter if they, they were you know someone young or if they came from another company they would debut them alongside a main eventer or in the main event like literally make someone a star overnight or at least talked about and yeah give the rub yeah give you literally and that's giving them the best chance at success now mm. of course if the crowd takes to them they stay there if the crowd's not so keen on them they might drop down to the mid card but i think that was a good way to do it because like we we're saying, you're giving everybody a chance, chance. from the goal, from you know, mm. from the get go. And if the fans take to you, then cool. Um, but yeah, when you're debuting people in all sorts of positions, like especially parts where you don't care about, like people have been debuted in the 24/7 title scene. Like, come on, <laughs> like just who not, cares? Not serious, who exactly. Cares? Like, but yeah, you know, our truth see, being like over a hundred time 24 7 champion like <laughs> segments that probably take up to five minutes of the show and that's it no one cares unfortunately no one cares retire the 24 7 championship i'm saying it now retire it please all right next up um should we just go to, to aew or you want to talk more more wwe stuff I, I mean i think jay bills wanted to vent about becky Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, Bills, do me a favor. Talk about Becky Lynch. I'm gonna get my MacBook charger. I'm listening though. <laughs> um, I I do agree with Becky Lynch returning. I just don't agree with how it was played out. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with how it was played out. It should have been like, unless they were fearing because of CM Punk returning, they're just thinking, oh, we need our big stars back and just to do impact like straight away and, you know, just follow up. Mm. It seems like they're following up with the story by turning Becky Hill. But I'm wondering, like, in the creative room, did they really think about it like, like, a he like, a good amount of weeks within time for Becky to make that return? I mean, obviously, Sasha's out. I don't. Does anyone know if whether that was because of injury or other person? No one knows, do they? So Sasha was in Las Vegas that weekend. Uh, no one's actually come out and said that what's going on. But they, the so the Beck, the story is the Becky return for this particular slot where, where it happened, how it happened, was the plan for maybe right. a week or so beforehand. Before, right? Um, it was always the plan. They knew Sasha was not making this match, right. um, but they obviously kept promoting it for some weird reason. I don't so, know why they would do that, but yeah, go on. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's mad, uh, especially when people are buying tickets. I think that's absolutely nuts. But yeah, um, cards subject to change, like the <laughs> Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Becky was always the plan, they say, but 
the 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 last minute one as a counter to CM Punk was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar right. basically had a a truck reverse and drop all the money out of his car by his front door, and he came to work. So and they, and they have said that they've said Brock Lesnar was a reaction. So yeah. right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love Becky Lynch as uh, you know. I love Becky Lynch all the world. I love I, I love how her story accidentally got her to the rise she's got to, and she's worked hard. And I I, I love that about that. I'm don't, I'm not denying. Becky Lynch. I just don't agree with the the creative in terms of you know squashing Bianca Belair when knowing that she's in the next star to come out of. If 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 we if we think Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte, um, who was there? Who was one other one of uh, horsewomen? What, what, Bailey, I just said Sasha, Charlotte, Becky. You never right, Becky, yeah, right. I didn't mention Becky. So um, you got all those four women, right? And I feel that Belair is the next one to come, as in, like, one of the top female superstars, right? But how they're doing it at the moment, like, they, they, there's there's a plan in terms of place to have Becky Hill versus Belair face at Extreme Rules, fine. But the way they did it just to get something quick and to get a reaction, fine. But as a squash, I, you know, even some, some of the interviews I've seen afterwards, like, she... Deep in her soul, I knew she was kind of upset, but she kept that positivity up anyway. I knew she, I knew she was annoyed, but I don't know. I just, I just feel like the squash was wrong, and it should have been just like a a true competitive match, even if it was just like I don't know ten minutes or something, just to run a bit of time with. They could have taken out Shinsuke Nakamura's mini concert and the whole water gun thing. With oh, with Xavier. I, I love I love up up down down I love up up down down as a channel I love it I absolutely love it I watch like the party all of that sort of stuff I love that but the whole segment that could have been chopped off I'm sorry yeah. they could have been just chopped off done like there was no need for it because no That's one was really reacting to it either so like why are you what just to add time nah 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 get out of here <laughs> basically um yeah. yeah I agree with, like Bianca I don't know I mean they they. They could have really booked her to be a powerhouse. That's what I would have done. Just booked her to be the strongest female in that whole roster. Um, very dominant. Uh, but she she lost to Becky in 20, 25 seconds, I heard. I think it was I think it was six. It felt like it was six. <laughs> it but, felt uh, like it. It was so quick. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, has has having been catching up with SmackDown? Has Be- has Becky and Bianca had like a back and forth? So, um, Becky came out, ran her mouth about winning it. She's still very much over as a face. Said some kind of things with the with the crowd booed, but they're still gonna cheer her. Um, Becky, um, Bianca came out, and for some reason, Bianca then was put into a number one contenders match with Zelina Vega, Carmella, and Liv Morgan. Um, Bianca won the number one contenders match. So obviously she's gonna go back after Becky. The arena I've already started promoting is Becky Lynch versus um, Bianca Belair at Extreme Rules, Rules. although nothing's been said on TV. So Mm. um, yeah, that's the direction we're going at least for the next month. And what I heard as well is like with the the tease of a heel turn was that when Bianca asked her like, "Oh, let's do this. Let's do this in the ring now. Let's do it for the women's championship." She goes, "Nah," and walks out. So yeah, I thought the tea. Nice. I thought the tease was good because I'm thinking like, okay, if you're gonna do this heel turn, eventually that's the starting point. And I think, okay, cool, do it in little teases, fine. Put the seeds in, but yeah, that was a good start. She, she said some other stuff during her promo, like you know, I had to do what I had to do and all of this kind of stuff. I was ready, waiting at home. I took this opportunity, this, that, and the other. And the crowd booed her a bit, but they love her. Like turning mm. her heel is going to be very, very difficult. Exactly. Very difficult. To get them to to boo her. It's going to be very, very hard. Okay. All right. So that's what Jay Bills thinks of the Becky Lynch return. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about let's let's talk about AEW. Um, All Out is this weekend. Um, since CM Punk has arrived into All Elite Wrestling, um, you know, momentum has been sky high, and um, the product, in my opinion, has gotten even better in that short period of time. Imagine it was good anyway. Um, but um, I'll probably list some list some matches. I mean, do you want to talk about Dynamite? Shall I just list some uh, matches? Well, for, what this uh, this week's Dynamite? Yeah, I mean, there was that nice little segment where Sting and Punk and Darby Allen had shared a ring together, and Sting was 
digging up how much he always wanted to meet CM Punk and always wanted to share a ring with him. That was nice. Mm. That was nice. Yeah. And he said that I'm not going to get in the way between the matches. It's Sting versus Derby, and I'm 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 not going to be ringside, which is really good for Derby, by the way. That's going to book that. So I'm assuming that's going to be the last match, right, of the pay per view. I don't oh. think so. I think I, I don't think the. Yeah, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I think Punk is a kind of guy as well that knows the world championship should go on last. Um, mm. So yeah. I hate you. Yeah, I, I, I think it's given the try. Given up, uh, you know, the amount of times he said in the ring recently about, you know, I'm happy to be back, but I'm, you know, I he's so passionate about seeing the young people come up. You know, what I mean, he mentioned about he mentioned a lot of names on his uh, on his return. So he's saying it's about them. You know, what I mean, so I think. To have him, like, say, I don't know, third, third or second to main event would probably be all right in my opinion. But like, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, give yeah, give the main events to like, you know, to Kenny Omega versus it was it's a Kenny Omega versus Christian Ch- Christian, Christian yeah. Cage, yeah. yeah, 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 man. So give, give it to them. Like Kenny, Kenny's on a Kenny's on a tear as well. Oh, Kenny, he's he's just, you know, he's, my, my favorite part of Dynamite, Miro's yeah. promo. Yes, <laughs> Miro said this guy thinks that you know DDTs and stuff. You know, they're chinking the armor, dropping me on my neck, etc., etc. God's favorite champion only stays down for his wife in a hotel room after a victory. <laughs> uh, class, I'm sorry. Do you know what it is? He shares the same birthday as me. By the, by the way, just what, for is that Christmas Day? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought like, yeah. Miro, the, you're the man, Donny. You're the man. You're the definitely man. The man right now, bro. Uh, yeah, Miro. Miro's in his bag right now. He's mm-hmm. he's definitely. He's, I'm, and this is why I'm glad it slowly built up. There wasn't using when he first signed. People were upset. He wasn't straight away catapulted to the main event scene. But I think that's what. Don't do what WCW did back in the day. And this, like, get a main event and make that guy a main event. Sometimes you get somebody who's a star and you slowly build them to become an AEW star. Do you know what I mean? There's a yeah, difference yeah. between Miro and Rusev. Do you know what I have to say as well? Is that I, feel, I feel like AEW is full of authenticity as far as how they bring out their product. Yeah. In a sense where, like, you know, even their promos, you can tell it's not scripted. And even if there's a part of, like, points to point out, like even with CM Punk returning, like there was like he didn't know what to genuinely say apart from maybe just the point of Darby Allen, he's going to face him. But you know, you can you can just tell like you know all, the wrestling in the ring is fantastic, but the promos are just like top e- class. Even Moxley's promo, like the whole oh. thing with Kojima, like oh, you know, I sent my the signature one way, it came back with one signature, Kojima, like he's a legend, but I don't want to hurt this old man. Like every time I, <laughs> yeah, I give him the dirty deeds or whatever he called, I can't remember his finishing movies, every time he gets it, I'm trying to break his neck. Every time I put him in the bulldog choke, I'm trying to um, crush his esophagus, like <laughs> he's when he's, remember Dean, Dean Ambrose and the yeah. wacky stuff they would always have him saying, like and now yeah. it's just pure crud, pure violence. Like this is who he was always meant to be. Yeah, and I, I just think like mate, the people that have come from WWE that have been released, like um, you know, I, I spoke to Mickey James uh, a few weeks ago on my channel, and even like she was saying she felt like uh, you know, she was in control now and and be able to do um, you know, work of the NWA and 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 all different things that she feels now that. She she feels a sense uh, like a, a weight is lifted off her shoulders that because she mm. can can really empower women, especially like with the NWA female um, scene as well. So yeah, so yeah, so like for people that have left WWE and they've gone on to do different things, whether it's wrestling or not, they feel a sense of relief and they feel more creatively, uh, they creatively themselves more than ever in the WWE system. All right, so I will mention some of the matches that I can see when I'm tapping on my Google machine. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to list some matches and you guys just give me some predictions of where you think who's going to win and, and, and if you're liking the current build-up to the storyline as well. So we'll probably start off with, are you liking the build-up and who do you think is going to win? So the first match that I've got here, I think it's going to be like a kickoff match. Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Utah, and Jurassic Express, um, which would be Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, um, versus the HFO, which is Matt Hardy, Private Party, um, Azia, well, yeah, Azia Cassidy, Mark Quinn. Well, that's yeah. private party, isn't it? That's the name yeah, of the private party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Angelico and Jack Evans. So, who do you guys, first of all, you liking this little storyline between Orange Cassidy 
and Matt Hardy enjoying his rivalry. No, okay, Mexico. Mm, I don't because I, I, you know what, the Matt Hardy office thing is just so. This is it's a mess. There's just so many men in it, and it's like it's one week they win, one week they lose, one week they cheat. To, it's it's just typical mid card heel faction kind of nonsense sort of thing. Right. Um, mm. and yeah, I just I just it's been happening for some weeks now when I'm just a bit over it. Like at least these guys get a match on at least a buy-in, like yeah, but it's mm. whatever. I think um Matt Hardy's team probably win to be fair. They're just trading mm. victories aimlessly. So yeah. I think yeah, I think Maoli's gonna win. I think so as well. I mean, you know, with the with the I think the past couple of weeks with uh Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy, like the 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 whole gimmicks that they bought to <laughs> I think when was it the first wasn't this week, it was last week, wasn't it? Where uh they were doing like um what's it orange cassie was doing his little mini kicks and then the deletes and money <laughs> yeah, in the air yeah. and stuff like that and it's just like the gimmick all over the place like it was a gimmick match all over for goodness sake but um yeah i think yeah i think matt hardy's team will win on this one but even even though like i i really want to see orange cassidy be built up like like fully like because his his gimmick is like no other but i think he just needs to be you know I think he needs to find a rivalry where he's really going to elevate even further, like, and let his gimmick take it with him as well. So, okay, okay. Um, 20, 21 women for the number one contendership shot for the women's AW Women's Championship Nyla Rose, Fonda Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Tay Conte, who actually had a good match. It was good to see Tay Conte. Um, yeah. actually, she looks like she's really enjoying her wrestling in AEW. She's really kicked on since NXT. Yeah, she wasn't really given a chance much at NXT. I felt I don't, mm. I felt I, I was always impressed with her in NXT, but she mm. wasn't really given much of a chance. And I'm glad yeah. she was actually shining AEW. Um, uh, Dynamite, Pen- Penelope Ford, Red Velvet. Uh, Harika Shida, um, so many names in here. Jay Cargill, Kira Hogan, the list goes on. Who you guys think will be the number one contender to face Britt Baker? Well, I guess there's two questions here. There's going to be a Joker. There's yes, there be is. a Joker. There's a wild card, card isn't it? Yeah, the wild card. So who's going to be the wild card? And then who's gonna Mercedes win? Martinez, Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sasha Banks to AEW confirmed. <laughs> Could be Mercedes Martinez, but she left before, didn't she? So why would they hire her back? Who? Mm. But she was. She never had a deal with AEW. It was just she was just yeah. moved in for a one-off. True. And she's left. A- she's left NXT now, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. She got kicked out. Oh. I hope wow. you know what I hope it is. Who? I hope it's Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I I hope iconics. it's them as well. I hope it's them. Oh, the, the inspiration is what they go by now. Oh, is that is them. that their is that their new tag name? Yeah, the inspiration. Inspirations. Wow. I mean, it, they're the I, only I, two that could come in hmm. as one person to take one place. Like, yeah, and they, I don't think they would win. Um, but they would be fun. I th- I I would. I think it would be Diana Peraza. Um, yeah, impact yeah. champion. She's been yeah. making a lot of noise about coming through the forbidden door. So and she's been doing a lot of stuff, like a lot of like she's, she's been, going been killing in it. Out. She's killing she's going it. in and out everywhere. So mm. yeah, is she is she is she not in the uh, program with uh, Melina and Mickey James at the moment in the uh, Impact? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, man, she's she's putting that noise out there, man. She's putting that noise out there. But Ruby Soho is another name people are mentioning. Ruby Riot, formerly Ruby Riot. Yeah, I would love to see her in AEW. I'd love to see her in AEW. I think, um, oh, yeah, I Ruby Ryan, she, she did that, she did that promo package with the cast, didn't it? Yeah, 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 that'd be no, good. But, uh, the, the, I think it was the recent uh film package, I think it was on her Instagram, like literally, uh, what's it? She went to the bouncer, oh, here's my ID, went into the club, had a few drinks, chilled, and that was part of her promo and stuff like that. And yeah, man, I think. She had a good she had a good run with the uh, Riot Squad in uh, WWE to an extent, but I think as a solo act, I think she can really like hone it in as like a, you know bring a personality in AEW. So I would love to see that. John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima, who is a legend in Japan, Japanese wrestling, one of the first ever wrestlers to hold both the NJPW and APW titles. If you know Oof. about old, old Japan pro wrestling, which is Absolutely not for that. The fact that he could actually do that because them two don't really get on. Yeah. Um, 
So, and he's obviously very old. <laughs> when I say very old, he's not very old, but he's done his thing. He's done his time. Yeah. You know, he's way past his prime. But when, you, when you're a Japanese wrestler, you can go on to your like your 60s, man. They like, there's wrestlers out there that till this day, well, I watched as a kid in their prime are still going today. And I'm like, how the love, hell? Love of the game, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously this is going to be another great match. Um, mm-hmm. You know. I'm, I'm sorry. Th- this is... It's going to be a great match, like you said, not taking anything away, but this is very underwhelming from the Tanahashi match. That of course it, it is. Have been. Of course it is. Of course. And the fact that they actually advertised Tanahashi as well. And I like... don't even think Tanahashi, Tanahashi, the reason he can't do the Sundays is because he was meant to have a match on Saturday. And obviously he can't get back and quarantine and this, that, and the other. And now because Kota Ibushi is unwell, I'm not even sure if his match is going ahead with Tanahashi. Right. I see. So it's just been a bit of a mess. And then obviously Kojima's second best, which isn't fair on him. They'll have a good match. Moxley and have you seen, we've seen this before. You know, Yuji Nagata had a match of Moxley a few months ago. And it was nice. It yeah. was nice. It was nice. You know, it was a lot of, you know, Yuji Nagata, another wrestler who's much older now. He can't move like yeah. he used to. But, you know, Moxley still made made it work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think this will be the same. They um, they. they they need to start. They know what they're doing. They're sending over their old legends that still have prestige and have won this and won that. Send over Okada, Tanahashi, Kota Ibushi. Those are the names I, that people want to see now. And we can't so easily predict who's I going to, to win. I have to agree. Like, what is going on? Because there's a deal. There's a deal on the table. They've like they've they've got a working relationship. Mm-hmm. So let's yeah, was the AEW, like they have that working relationship uh, with New Japan. Like, yeah. So, so let's yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Let's, see, let's finally see. Mm. AEW versus New Japan. Let's finally see the Elite versus Bullet Club. Let's finally see. Let, 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 let's have it as like the Survivor Series in AEW versus N, uh, N, uh, NJPW. So have have, have 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 those teams compete, yeah. and let's see yeah. who's the dominant brand out of the two. Even Imagine Blood and being... Guts, they can do something at Blood and Guts, like you know the yeah. War Games. Oh, the War Games. Oh, yeah. yes. Like, do, no, do that. Have barbed wires around the thing, you know what I mean? D- d- go crazy. The crazier, the better. These crazy motherfuckers in Japan, they'll go all out. <laughs> you know, what I mean? no pun intended. So why like, not? Like Tanahashi against Moxley. Imagine Okada versus Punk. I mean, Ooh, imagine oh that. God. Wow. Like this is the stuff they need to start doing. Daniel Bryan's coming back soon, so that might be the merger between the two, actually. Yeah, because like Brian... he because didn't Brian didn't Brian say that he wanted to have that uh WWE relationship with NJPW, yes, but that, it fell through. That, so... that, was going, that was going that was they were going to make that happen for Brian. Yeah, but so then now, it fell through. So obviously it now through, it fell through. So now he's going to all jab um all elite to do that. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to do that. So yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, what that's... did you guys think about the tease Britt Baker did about the hot free agent coming in? I, when I saw that, I was just like, I was thinking like, yeah. There's no way it's going to be so predictable, like to say Adam Cole is going to come through, yeah. Because being at a hill, like I was going to, I was thinking, oh, is she going to say it? And then I think, like, nah, it's too good to be true. Like I think it's too early, like in that tease. Uh, but do, do you know what? With, with that though, like I want to, like, do you know what I do want to see in AEW? Like, should it happen? I want to see Adam Cole and Britt Baker versus CM Punk, and if she wants to return, AJ Lee. Mixed tag team match. CM Punk actually shut down like this week, two days ago, that her neck is not in a position for her to return. Mm-hmm. But that would have been sick though if if it, it like mixed fun. tag team match, like you yeah. know, a little lot of fun, like to see who who's who's the better couple in that respect. But you don't want to have it too much like a mixed tag team event like on WWE, but just as a one off. But but yeah, with uh, with Brick Baker teasing as a promo, I was like, yeah. But she, then when uh, she said no, she, she said free agent. She she signed yeah. a new deal. She signed a new deal like last week or something, like an extension <laughs> on her deal. So that's what she's kind of uh, yeah trying mm. to make jokes about. But trolling basically, yeah, mm. trolling at its finest. Yeah. Next up, the match everybody wants to see: Paul White versus QT Marshall. Give it a rest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the factory are so dead, bro. Like. The factory, like the minute they lost a go-go, they lost all appeal. Like uh, a go-go must honestly be chilling in his house here and just be thinking, like, what's going on? What happened to a go-go? Did he get injured? He got injured, yeah. So um Billy Gunn, I guess, was the the plot twist. Billy Gunn and his sons Son, turned yeah. a big show. Why? Why? I don't know. So I guess Billy Gunn's gonna be helping QT Marshall this weekend. Yeah, unless oh, something follows up from it as a continuous storyline, but 
I just Obviously, saw it. It's like a throwaway. Yeah. Obviously, Big Show is going to win. Mm. You can't yeah. have you can't have Big Show. You can't have Paul White. That's his technical name now. You can't have Paul like lose on his first match. No. Like, Paul, White, Paul, White, Paul White will win, and maybe Shaquille O'Neal will show up. Oh uh, yeah. Do we really want to sit? Do I mean it's been teased for how many how many times? Why? I don't care. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I don't want to see it. I personally don't want to see it. But you know, if it happens, I'll I'll embrace the spectacle. But I'm not asking for because it. remember Shaq no, but... and remember Shaq and Jade Cargill had a match together not too long. No, that, that's yeah. a, I was gonna say. Like that was an impressive showing for Shaq's first match ever. Mm. So for him to do a palm up power bomb successfully. And you know, to even sell like being put through the table, like that yeah. was a really good look. But I think I think he's I think he's showing up this weekend. I think yeah. he is. I think he is. It wouldn't yeah. be far fetched. He works for the channel, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Jericho versus MJF. There's been a brilliant build up. You know, MJF has been putting Jericho through very different matches, really testing his metal. Uh, and then MJF end up beating him as well. And now Jericho is saying, if I lose against MJF this weekend at All Out, he's going to retire from... I've always noticed, noticed I've noticed these things when he says, I will retire from AEW. <laughs> you never said he will retire from wrestling. Wrestling in AEW. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So turn back, uh, you know, come back to WWE if it will allow him to come back. <laughs> no, no one's there. But, but he's saying... But, but they were you saying never know. He might go right? back. He might go back to WWE quick six months stint get hall of fame and then return to aew can yeah. can he do that though why not but then but then yeah true because then whilst in his wwe contract he faced kenny omega in new japan so mm-hmm. <laughs> so i guess he has the right to do so i guess he's got that free um, reign he's not losing this weekend though he's not nah, yeah this isn't nah, his this isn't how he's going out so i nah. i think he's 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 definitely winding down his career 100 percent. but yeah this ain't how he's going out. It might be to MJF eventually, but this weekend is not where it's happening. Nah, nah, exactly, nah, nah, nah. exactly. You need you need a bit. You need a bigger. You need I, I to like MJF is one of the one of the best heels in the com- in wrestling. Full stop. But I don't think it should be to MJF. I think it. I think it has to be someone else. I I don't know. It could be MJF. Uh, um, maybe in in a few years to come, but not now. I don't. I think, think I think MJF is a good contender just because of the ilk. He, he's very Chris Jericho at one point of Chris Jericho's life. In it, he's very kind of that slimy character and all of that kind of stuff. He, did, him did, and did, some it, other contenders yeah, to do that as well to put Jericho away finally. Um, but I definitely will give him credit to to say he could be one of them. But yeah, like you're saying, it would be down the line. It wouldn't be now. It'd be like the Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho um, yeah. from back that time from to now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. M- MJF is now the new Chris Jericho in that sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miro versus Eddie Kingston for the AEW TNT Championship. Mm. Who you guys got? Let's Miro. Go Jay saying Miro. I'm saying yeah. Miro. I think I, I think he needs to have like a lengthy reign. Like he needs like because. Like all, like he was United States champion WWE, and that was a good a good run. But I think he needs to have a substantial run as TNT champion to really cement him um, in in the company. So I think give him a long title reign. So I think Miro's got this one. I think Miro too, Max. I think <laughs> I think, <laughs> think Miro wins with the help of Lana CJ Perry. Ah, uh, Lana shows up. Good shout. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Oh, right. her, her, wait, her um, non-complete clause is finished now, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I love. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. The Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson versus the Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. Who um, you got? Mm. I got the Lucha Bros, man. I think it's it's their it's their time. The Elite have done good with these belts. I think we're slowly seeing the demise of the Elite of losing all their titles and all of that kind of stuff. Um, the cage match, I can't wait for it. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Like, I'm praying Ray Phoenix and Nick Jackson, between those two, that no one dies on Sunday because they're probably planning something nuts. But um, I, predict, I predict Ray Phoenix doing the Alex Skipper. Oh, the, shit. the what? The Alex Skipper. What? What's that? You know, you know the Alex Skipper? You know the wrestler Alex Skipper? Prime time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here thinking of a move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, oh. the walk on the cage in TNA. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then done the, the Hurricane runner. runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I predicted Ray Phoenix do that. Okay, okay, okay. But I don't think anyone's done that since. Not that I've seen. No. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think mm. I, I predict Ray Phoenix does something homage. Horror can run off the top of that cage. Like that, them AEW cages as well are mad big. Like they're yeah. they're like the WWE's Hell in a Cell, just without yeah. the ceiling. Yeah. Like wait, so they're tall, they're taller than the, the so they're taller than the WWE's cages. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even look at it like that. But it's okay. literally like oh. WWE's Hell in a Cell without a ceiling. Yeah, like, it's mad. It yeah, that's what they when they brought it down on dynamite. It looked crazy. I was like, "What?" Oh, wait, are, when... you, are, you, are you talking about the Hell in a Cell from the early nineties? Like the Hell in a Cell or the two thousand? Oh, the really high Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Okay, like even when K Cody he had a match against Wardlow, um, yes, in a, ca that. a cage match, and when Cody went up there and done a moonsault, this guy was turning backwards for time before he hit the ground, bro. Like I missed that. I missed that bit, but I heard so I heard a lot about it. So yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so we all we all thinking Lucha Bros. Um, I think Lucha Bros is all. Yeah, but I do. No, I think Luch I, I something tells me Young Bucks, but some sneaky way for some reason. But yeah, I hope the Lucha, Lucha Bros get it as well. For some Did reason, you see your dynamite. Yeah, when these lot were trying to get into the cage in that main event segment, like all the faces are trying to get into the cage, and Brandon Cutler was spraying them like they're insects, like yeah, repellent yeah, with, with yeah, his spray, yeah, like and they were just yeah, dropping. Yeah. Jack Perry just dropped like a fly. That was jokes. <laughs> uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Championship. DMD all day, man. DMD all day for me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britt, Britt is Britt's retaining. She's yeah. she's AEW Charlotte, isn't it? Yeah, she's the, she's the golden girl of for she's Tony Khan, like she says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it'll be a long time before she loses uh, her championship, and even then, she'll still be on the the, the main. She'll still be main event, regardless. CM Punk. Sorry, well, yeah. Let's just talk about it. I was gonna call this the last match, but let's just just do it now. CM Punk versus Darby Allen singles match. I thought I don't know why I thought this will have a gimmick in it I thought it'd be a hardcore match whatever because you know WL always does his madness um but yeah punk right yeah or mm, oh, yeah. do you think or oh, do you Ooh. think punk Allen over if he did I would rate that so much because and at least that would be the beginning of this like a crisis of confidence kind of story like I've come back first match can I actually hack it I've lost the Darby Allen um that would be very very interesting to go from but this is in Chicago, man. And AEW so far haven't made a habit of making people lose in their hometown. That's the WWE fans, thing. And you know Chicago fans will go nuts if you They'll don't. set the building alive. Yeah, they, <laughs> basically, the whole the whole arena, there's no arena left. Yeah, yeah. So, they'll set the building a punk's winning. Yeah. Punk's winning. It's a punk's winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think, I think Punk, on his first win, as, lo as long as, like, um, if they're continuing the storyline and they have, like, uh, a Punk versus Darby Allin too, as long as it's not in Chicago, then let... I think let Derby put a win somehow and and bring him up as well. Cause I think CM Punk, he, he, he religiously said about the young guys. So build him up in another town. So, but not Chicago. I think it's too right. Too much for that. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, Kenny Omega versus Christian in the AEW world heavyweight championship. I'm going to call my prediction first. Kenny Omega retains. Yep, Kenny. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think I think you got you've already got Christian as uh, Impact Champion. I don't see how him having both titles at this early stage is going to benefit when knowing that Kenny Omega is like the forefront of AEW and needs to push it forward. I, I yeah, I got I another prediction. We saw a teaser of how the elite gets on with the opponents, you know, especially with Christian, especially, with, you know, and I think Kenny's going to win. The elite will come down, attack Christian afterwards, mm -hmm. do like a typical NWO running, beating up the rosters. And then who's the guy that used to come and defend against NWO? Sting, right? Sting, but well, I'm not saying Sting will show up in this one. Daniel Bryan shows up. Daniel Ooh. Bryan's definitely, in my opinion, coming out. That, and that's why Ryan I think more than anything, save that's on... why I think more than anything, this is going to be the main event match. Yeah, I think you're right. Kenny Omega made a point, even before Adam Page came back and challenged him, before obviously Adam Page has gone off. He said, you know, there's no one left. There's no one left in AEW. I've done it all. I've beaten everyone. I'm going to go and defend my AAA championship, my Impact championship. So Adam Page is obviously on paternity leave right now. He'll be back soon. 
And I think Adam Page will probably beat him in November at full gear for the title. But in the meantime, Daniel Bryan comes out, gets some wins under his belt and gets it cracking with Kenny Omega. I think so too. Does he, does, if he comes back, does he eventually win the AEW championship and then go over to N, uh, to New Japan to then try be N, NJPW champion as well? Who, Daniel Bryan? Mm. Possibly. I don't think he wins the AEW title. You don't I think, think you don't think he will? No, nah, no. Nah, you nah, did No. Nah. Not 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 definitely not within the next six months or so. No, nah, yeah. no, I don't think so. It'll be it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll definitely and the same with punk. I think punk and yeah, same Bryan, with punk. Look I what they've done with Christian. They they very much made the point of it don't matter what your name is, no one's coming in and being shot to the top. So you're gonna have to go get your wins and everything, and then once you're you know top of the rankings, um yeah, then you can get your opportunity, and they've stayed mm-hmm. true to that. So, yeah, they're gonna have to mm-hmm. maybe go on dark, dark elevation, all them other shows, get some wins up. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, because it's all about wins and losses in AEW compared to mm-hmm. WWE. So that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. And they've they've stuck to it. So yeah. Okay, well, listen, this has been a very interesting episode. We've all gave our predictions about what's gonna happen at All Elite Wrestling. Uh, obviously, we're gonna be doing a recap review. On, on Oli next week Jay thank you for joining us man and you're always welcome to join us as much as possible you know you're always you're part thank of the, you. you know we'll always have you on the show where can people find you if they want to hear more of your hot takes and see what you do on your work and things like that um wow I've, it's weird because I've never been asked that before I'm not the one, I'm not the one asking that so <laughs> it's, it's crazy so uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter it is official J Bills with a Z um, if you want to follow my channel, Media Spotlight UK, um, on Instagram, it's Media Spotlight UK. Twitter is M underscore Spotlight UK. Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, I'm TikTok now as well, uh, done for the past couple of months. So Media Spotlight UK, YouTube channel, Media Spotlight UK. Any Search up Media Spotlight UK and you'll find it. And um, yeah, I'm here with my red hair. I might dye it again soon, but who's, who knows? <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Uh, Max? Um, we'll Yo. talk about all elite, all elite next week, and uh, we'll see what else happens uh, in the future of wrestling going forward. This has been the kick out. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, goodbye.